Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everybody. We got another show of the conversation. It's me, your host, Herbert. I have with me Dwayne and Bridget, uh, be- but before I get to them, it is a new year. You know, uh, a lot of things are going on. A lot of things are being said. A lot of people are doing things, but I want to start our podcast off on the new year with this quote. You know, I talk to a lot of smart people. Well, I talk to a lot of people who think they're smart and they're actually dumb, and I tell them, You're dumb because you think you're smart. You should listen. And I think this is a strong key because in our country, I see a lot of opinions, but I don't see a lot of listening. I see a lot of people pointing, but I don't see a lot of people listening. Um, Listening is an important quality that I'll tell anybody in any endeavor or or anything, you know, listening is is key. you know, not not listening to respond, but listening to hear and understand what the other person or the other group is actually saying can really help you understand the full picture. I think a lot of times people just get concerned with the picture they have and want to go with that, where I think if you really want to be honest with yourself, you got to open your ears. And, and, and hear what people have to say. Uh, so with that, um, Happy New Year's to everybody listening, 2018. I'll start off with you, Dwayne. You know, um, what, what what are you looking for in this new year? I'll be honest with you, man. I, I don't like it. Uh, the 2000s are now legal. So, like, the, the, if you think about it, the year 2000 was 18 years ago. So if we looked at the year 2000 like a baby, it could go out and vote. And that just makes me feel really old, and uh, I'd like to to get rid of this 2018 quickly and get through it so we can get to 2019 and see what the, the rest of my life has to bring. Um, most people, but, but talking about what you were talking about, uh, I think some of the stupidest comments I've ever heard in my life have been when people don't listen and they answer questions. Um, that you didn't ask. So I think you're spot on for the new year uh, discussing uh, listening and it's key to, to success and, you know, just things not being messed up. So that's pretty much it for me. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> we we stay in contact uh, with some of the things going on in the new year. There's definitely um, what you were saying with the 2000s now being able to vote. Um, or or now being legal, uh, there seems to be a rift between them and, let's say, the the other end, you know, of the spectrum, um, and neither side is listening. Uh, With that, 
Bridget, how about yourself? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen it coming from the other end where 2017 was like pure reactionary, defensive. And a lot of it does have to do with how we interact on social media. So I, I've seen the transition between the start of the year to now. And I'm actually pretty pumped because I think people are more organized. People are more interested in the real conversations and not just the salacious headlines that are coming through. And so for me, 2018, I'm ready to join with the people that are really interested in making change and what that looks like. Um, And the other stuff's still going to go on, but I think a lot more people are organized now to the point where we'll actually be able to move forward in a positive way against all the negative stuff. So I feel like 2017 was more, like, defensive, and hopefully 2018 can be more, you know, positively offensive because there's still going to be a lot of crap going on. But I think it's, for me, yeah, I'm I'm ready to, like, run with this year. I like the optimism. Yeah, I mean... Go ahead. Oh no. Yeah, it's it was I'm I'm usually I usually am an optimistic person and last year did kinda of get me down and I had to reevaluate a lot of things like you're saying, just really listen and try to see the truths that are above the opinions because you can get caught up in in the opinions like they're real and it's really just not very productive, so so yeah. I mean it could still all go to crap, but at least <laughs> there, for me, there's a clear direction of where to go. So I'm ready. So for you, kind of. So for you, you kind of see your path, and you're you're ready to get on it. Where it sounds like Dwayne, it's still foggy. <laughs> not not negative, but it's still uh, it's still uh, murky. Um, I'm kind of. And not to be the contrarian, I'm kind of in between both of you all, um, whereas I see paths, but it's looking real murky. The truth looks like a lie, and the lie looks like the truth more and more every day. Um, It's one reason why I'm doing this podcast, because it seems like, to, to the point that you were saying, Bridget, where there is more information, and because there's more information, and because the the real information is out there, I think more information comes out, and it 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 gets murkier, murkier. You know, let's just say for the two thousands, back in the two thousands, you had a handful of outlets for information to verify things. <clears throat> two thousand eighteen, those kids that can now graduate, the places they're probably going for their information are not none of the places in 2000. You you know what I'm saying? So, like, they're sometimes going without even validated information just because, and I'll admit on my end, a lot of the information sources we used to have and used to hold credible are now looking um, shaky. Um, something I did want to talk about that I didn't bring up earlier. Can, um, can I ask it, a question before we segue? Yes, go. I, I didn't fully explain my position, and I was just wondering, uh-huh. what what makes you guys so optimistic 
like was it something specific or was it just like in your heart and you know gut feeling i think is, is valuable just like a fact is valuable the head and the heart have to agree but i'm, I'm really wondering because i'm a, i'm a negative nancy till i die that's who i am i'm not going to change i uh i like to prepare for the worst and hope for the best that's my motto for life <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just curious because both of you kind of seem to align in terms of this is going to be the year that things turn around and I'm just wondering where it came from. And that's both both for you and, and uh, Bridget. Did you want to go first, Bridget? Oh, sure. Yeah, I remember the first show we had, Dwayne. You were the one reminding us to keep an open mind. So I don't feel like you're not interested in new information or think it's all crap. I think it's just finding a source that you can put any kind of stock into. Stock, but that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's seeping into your pores, Bridget, whether you like it or not. <laughs> no! <laughs> so, I, yeah, yeah, for for me, I'm I'm always a, a opportunist because when I when I do go the other end, um, it's a different person. You've seen gotcha. it. It, it yep. It's a different person. So I stay optimistic. Like if it's, if, if uh, <laughs> I seen Satan walking the earth, I'd still be like, God's right around the corner. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> <You know? laughs> There's no time to fret. Darkest before the dawn type of thing. <laughs> right, 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 right. Like he has to be here now. So right. I always try to say, stay optimistic. Uh, have I seen any signs? No. Not okay. not from 2017 alone. Um, has there been some gradual growth in other areas? Yes. Um, um, and those are some of the things I, I, I wanted to get in into. Um, and, 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 and we can. It, it's awesome what I was about to talk to, but you're kind of hitting more on it. If you did want to be positive, 2017, a lot of people were predicting the fall of the economy just because of the cycles where mm-hmm. it's coming out gangbusters. I don't even want to say strong, like gangbusters. Like people had gangs, like, no, they're busting the gangs up. Yeah. <laughs> like I think it's outdone everybody's imagination. Expectations, yeah. You know, even even from stocks to cryptocurrency to economy, um, then, then, and I'm just speaking, even though I'm not an economist, I'm, I'm speaking <laughs> as an economist. Um, you throw in this new tax bill, uh, whether you hate it or like it, um, it. it's an it's a, it's a economy stimulus package was what we yeah. got it the last time. You know, this Absolutely. bill, is, this, is, this is stronger than that one. Like, this is the lowest taxes have ever been cut, like, in history. Um, it's pretty aggressive. So, so for me, the business guy, I'm I'm over here looking at my chops for 2008. Well, really, 2019. Let these seeds grow. Uh, but um, so I I am optimistic on, on that end. But that's always you know you never know what's going to happen inside the economy and inside the world. We could be at war in six months. Um, yeah. So so but uh, outside of that, just between the governments between um, inflation and between just conflict around every corner so so a fight could break out anywhere i I can see a lot of people um 
being skeptical, skeptical, uh, skeptical going into this year because um, just the way America is, we're primed for a fight every few years, and we're primed. You know what I'm saying? We're ready. We're oiled up. We're, we're you know, I, and I, I don't like talking too many politics, but with what happened with moving the capital in Israel, like, I understand both sides. But to me, that just looks like a step towards a fight. It's like someone calling somebody out, Trump's right. calling people out. Like, where are you at? Yeah, I did it. <laughs> this is why I did it. So, um, that 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 is looking. Um, I found out something, and and it's just come out in the news. I don't know if you guys knew this. Did you guys know when Trump makes military? Quotes on Twitter, the generals of the military are in the office. They're in the room with them. When he when he's making fun of North Korea, like the generals are there. Did you guys know that? No. I haven't I think, heard about it. I think I saw this on um uh for 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 the listeners. I don't have a TV. For the most part, I don't watch any any publications that come over the airwaves or through cable. Um, I get all my news from other sources. But over the holidays, going to people's houses and stuff, TVs would be on. You know, um, I, I want to say it was like CNN. I'm pretty sure I saw it at my mom's house uh, when I came over. She was she was watching some news, and they and 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 they were saying it like. Crazy, like oh my gosh, <laughs> the generals are in this room. So, and that's how I kind of saw it. Like, wait, hold up, this guy isn't on the toilet with nothing to do in his time tweeting. He's actually getting instructions. I kind of always thought that though, with him, because I feel like he has that George Bush persona. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna say it simply, but it's a very calculated. Movement. Well, what do you guys think of now that you've seen a year of his presidency? Um, you, you know me, man. I I always thought it was an act. Um, there's a there's a guy. He's like a, a sociology um writer. I, I remember in school in school they talked about him. They, they said that we're all like part of a play, and based on how we look and what people expect of us you know, we kind of play that part. And mm-hmm. I think that's what he does. You know, he's he's playing a part. I think I think a lot of it is strategic. I think some of it is off the cuff because he is an off the cuff kind of guy. He is a salesman. So there is some mm-hmm. um some agility to it. But I, I've always thought this was a this was the, the one of the greatest acting roles in history, you know? A man could beat out Meryl Streep for a role. Like he he's he he's not just doing you know ridiculous things and saying ridiculous things. He he feeds off the people. You could tell at his rallies, you know how far some of the things that he says goes. He's 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 moving with the current. You know he a lot of the stuff he mm-hmm. says that those things have been talked about on the internet for years. He's mm-hmm. just saying them and he's motivating those people. You know so to to hear that there's people behind. I I'm a firm believer that he's not the only one in control of his Twitter account. I just oh, yeah. don't think it's him all the time. 
you know, so definitely it's it's not surprising to me. I mean, I think it's I think I feel a little bit better that there's uh, military people in there with them, but it doesn't surprise me. Um, I, I, I agree with every, everything you, you said, um, how can I say this? He's every day seeming way more fly than goofy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Way more, um, um, shameless plug. I tell everybody, read the 48 Laws of Power. Now, I see you can use them because once you know them, like you can see a character like him, especially now that he's in the public and his, his, his moves are visible, he's, he's going right out of that book. Like, it's, it's yeah. crazy. Absolutely. What, what, crazy. Do you, what do you think, Bridget? I think we have to be careful with putting too much credence in, in anything he says or anything CNN says because we've caught – him and so many lies there's a whole list of them you know from the year i'm sure you could probably get a calendar or something for every day 2018 or something of all there the were lies. more <laughs> we could go with there were more lies than truth told <laughs> and also the it's been the same with cnn as well how many things Definitely. they've had to retract that were just baloney so from from that perspective i mean who knows if someone's actually in the room Um, But it's the message that they're trying to show, like you said, like that we have power, that we have some kind of organized plan going on. I think that's just to try to put him up in some kind of position, like like we can actually believe what he says, but I don't think that we can. So if we look at what's actually being said versus the things that are actually going on in the background, then you can have a better idea of what's real and what's just meant to hype everybody up or give some some kind of false narrative or just pump them up in a way just to fill in. But they don't have any reason to be mad. Like, they're making more money now. I mean, (laughs) then they're able to Why are you mad, bro? (laughs) Yeah, they're able to do more. um, They're... The military is able to do things without more checks now because of the power that he's given to them and taking away a lot of the checks that might have been there. And Congress is trying to catch up to say, hey, I didn't even know we had military in these places in the world. So if they're not checking them, then the military... Well, that that, um, that started with Hillary. When Hillary was uh, Secretary of State, she um, gave a lot of powers to the CIA. Yeah, it's been building over over the years, just like the deregulation of the banks and all the things that they're allowed to do now, just be openly open thieves, basically. I don't know the correct terms, but there's yeah. been no, I, I'm not sure. all the corruption has just been building and building. And it's now bubbling to the top. Having a heyday with that shit, so... <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, like, oh, yeah, there's a general in the room, so that means, like, he's saying anything worth listening to like for me it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me because we know the truth of what's really happening so yeah i'm gonna let you say that um as far as yeah government in general whether it's ours whether it's a neighboring whether it's canada 
uh, it's more of a show than an actual operation. Um, so I definitely agree with you on that. Um, uh, it sounds, I, I guess I was trying to say, I thought it was more chaos and it sound and it looks way more organized and, and to what Dwayne was saying, I guess I should have knew it was organized. Um, but it, 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 uh, like media, media, and Dwayne always says this perception is more important than reality. And, and that's how they work. So anything they say, yeah, you can't really take any credence to. Who, who knows what they're trying to build you up for? Um, but saying all that, uh, I do want to mention a quote, and this is, I guess, both of your sides together, like the uh, the the climate change quote he just came out with. Like yeah, that was he was wild. saying something that everybody knows is not true. I know I know there's a probably large majority large area of America who agrees with him, but anyone who who knows anything knows it's not global warming, it's not getting hotter, it's global change and it actually will get colder. Um Yeah, global <laughs> warming, the term is kind of a mis it's a little misleading right. to be honest with you. When right, I found right, out right, the facts right. about it, I was like, Hey, somebody named this wrong. Right, right, but I thought there was like a climate um, instability. Uh, right, I, I yeah, thought, but that's not what they call it, though, Bridget. <laughs> that's not what we know it as, you know. Yeah, well, scientists well, aren't really like schooled on the smartest people as much. Are they? Are they really idiots because they think they're smart, Bridget? Is are you? <laughs> are you following today's theme? Is that what you're doing? No, I'm just saying that they're not schooled in branding. They're just trying to get out the information and facts. So they're not trying to put a pretty picture on it for us to swallow. They're just telling us the facts. Well, well, they they must not fair. have read the 48 Laws of Power. Uh, no, on. they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought through the Obama eight years that he did the branding of climate change. Like part of his legacy He did, was, but that just lends the, 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 the notion to nobody listening. Well, yeah, I, so it all I forgot. I, I forgot during that time the other side kept saying he's lying and there's no yeah. truth to it. But yep, the whole time <laughs> wait, wait, he's wait, a wait. witch. Right, I forgot about that. It just like literally just came back. Go ahead. I can't tell what sarcasm and what you guys are saying. Are you saying that that people literally? You can Google it. We're saying Obama was selling snake oil calling it climate change because he did a lot of uh, reform and a lot of regulation for environment stuff. Yeah, he, he tried to rebrand it, but they if fought I, like tooth and nail if, on a lot of it. Yeah, and, 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 and a lot of people are saying, a lot of people, I mean. Are you saying that you no longer think that it's real? I'm so confused. No, there is no, no, no we're, We were making fun of the fact that these brilliant no, scientists don't, don't, don't know how to brand it properly, and we're making fun of the fact that when Obama tried to rebrand it, he kind of got killed more for it. Like, that was one of the platforms Trump ran under. It is. He wanted to bring you know that. Like, forget yeah. Obama. We're, we're going to start these coal mines again. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what we're making. I, I guess sometimes sarcasm isn't the best way to communicate, but we, we were kind of just playing off the fact that people have tried to rebrand it, but the vast majority of us still say global warming. I say Yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know what it is, and I know what that comment means, but well, because global, because everything is what the perception is. People, people there's a lot of people yeah. who still think global warming means everything's gonna get hot. Well, technically, global warming means everything is gonna get hot, and technically, it is getting hotter. But what people don't understand is, um, going going back to my natural laws. <laughs> Have you gone outside? <laughs> You know, I have. I, I mean, but it, it's uh, it, it's not a scale. It's it's like um, it, it's the measure to the right is the measure to the left. So the further you get hotter, the further you're going to get colder. And I don't think people realize that until the system stops moving because that's what happens when you get too far in the poles and then you get a ice age. Yeah, but whether, extreme weather. But whether we're here or not, there's if if you believe the science, there's been several ice ages. So ice ages come whether we're here or not. The scientists are saying we're just speeding it up. And I don't think most people realize that just because they don't understand sending chemicals into the air through their car and through heating their house is messing up the ecosystem. I guess nobody watched Captain Planet. I did as a kid. That was my show. <laughs> he was no, talking we about all this stuff you back then. started day. using all these technicalities. <laughs> well, we let you go. Because, uh, uh, you know, Bridget did point out we're using way too much sarcasm. So for the average listener that didn't know, yes, there's global warming. The summers are getting hotter. Everybody's saying that. You can look, Google it, you know. And, yes, the winters are getting colder. <laughs> You know, which leads to climate change, which is you, your climate and bridges in the background is more erotic. You go from hot to cold way too fast. It's not supposed to be that way. Well, my, my point is global warming is still a bad name for it. it I, I don't care about it's the It's a misleading name. It's, it's not it's, a good name. It's like, yeah, it's like half of the truth. It's like yeah. you, take the, you take the Bible and you tear off half of it and give it to somebody, <laughs> you know. Then you get the other half that is cold, too. Um, so it, it's just back to what Bridget was saying. There's so much information out there, and it's all not getting told correctly that a lot of people get confused or misled in a lot of different directions. Um, we didn't even get to talk about... Uh, Bitcoin. So I just want to hit some things on it because uh, we have been doing the show on Bitcoin a lot. We saw an extreme high this year, and we saw an extreme correction, which happens in markets. Um, and I'm not going to go through all of it, but through the six months we've been watching it, it's it's gone from 12,000 to 14,000. The high was, I think, 20,000 or 21. Um, and, and, uh, but through the past year, you would have made money, not as much as you would have made if you sold, let's say in December, early December before the crash. I think it's going to come back strong. Uh, I more so wanted to talk about not the numbers, but just, um, are you guys hearing cryptocurrency talked about more in the everyday conversation? Are you guys hearing more about it? Um, to me, it seems like people are talking about it. Uh, people are more aware of it. Um, comments? 
I'm just doing it fast because we're running it um, to to the end. Bridget, I'll let you go first. It'll probably be faster than mine. <laughs> probably. Yeah, what I've seen is definitely a lot more mainstream talk about it. Definitely a lot of my friends are looking at their apps for a different cryptocurrency, checking it addictively, like by their phone all the time, like it's a slot machine. And a lot of podcasts, too, have been talking about getting a lot of their payments and things through whatever crypto of the week is like the thing. It's definitely um, more in the mainstream, I would say, for sure. Where it's going to go from here, I mean, who knows? But it is, it's good. It's good on the side of getting things more decentralized as it can be used, organized in that way. But right now where it's more of like a fad thing, it's getting a lot of people sucked into a lot of the cryptos that maybe aren't as stable just to try to hit that like lottery feeling uh, by investing. Yeah. It's kind of a, a, a mixed bag of, of things, but more people definitely are aware. I, yeah, I, I, I agree with her just real quick. I agree with her, um, and and I think that's where the correction came. A lot, of, a lot of people who like to gamble their money, and and I I don't mean it negatively, just uh, investors who 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 have a lot of money sitting around. I think that came into the market, and I think a lot of it pulled out because they thought something was going to happen. They just wanted to take their winnings, which they did. Um, but to what Dwayne was was going to say. Go ahead, Dwayne. Yeah, I was going to say I'm I'm frustrated with it uh, becoming so mainstream. Um, when we had first brought up Bitcoin, uh, you could go up and, and randomly ask people, you know, what it was, and nobody even heard of it. Now now everybody knows about it. So for, for the things that I wanted to do personally with Bitcoin and kind of use it as a shelter, you know, me being the negative Nancy and all, it, uh, it it becomes it becomes dangerous for me to kind of just put random money in there because it's with it being so aggressive it takes away the stability and if I just need to put some money there just in case I need to get away you know it all falls apart you know the money could be worth a lot less or worth a lot more and it's it's just kind of um it's it's unsettling to think about it as a as a central way of um doing business with it being so volatile. You know, when you see 20, 30% swings in your money, you know, that you, if, you, if you really want to use it as, as your main way of paying for things and you want to get off the grid, right now is a horrible time to do anything. I mean, it could be, you know, you wake up one morning and you've got 30% more money or more buying power, uh, or you wake up one morning and you have 50% less buying power. And for for somebody like me who doesn't who's not really in, in, interested in investing, because I think I think there's going to be another time for that. But right now it's just too risky. Personally speaking, um, I just I, you know it's it's kind of pushed me in other directions to look at other cryptocurrencies like Bridget was mentioning. So it's it's awesome for the economy. It's awesome for those people that made money. I wish I could have been in on it, but because. Everything is getting, you know, inflated. You know, the dollar has been going up. Stocks have been going up. Everything's going up. I look around and I talk to businesses and they're like, hell no, this is horrible. I'm not making any money. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm as a doomsayer, I'm like, man, this is really going to be bad. <laughs> so yeah. 
So I'm a little frustrated with it going mainstream, to be honest with you. But on the other hand, it's awesome. It's, it's going to be something that I think when you talk about us having the ability to make change, um, we don't really have a voice anymore. If you write a letter to your congressman, it doesn't matter. It's probably gonna, he's not even going to read it. His assistant's going to read it. If you go out and march, they can shoot you down and walk away and, and take their kids to school the next day. But I, I've always believed that if, if you don't like what's going on, I can take my ball and go home. And cryptocurrency, for me, is us taking our ball and going home. We, we don't have to be a part of this, this structure that they've put in place for them to win. I, th- I actually think it's going to be a great year financially. Directly for what I do, what just happened with the tax breaks are amazing. My customers just got um, their taxes slashed in half if they're corporations. And probably the people that are LLCs are going to flip that direction. So pretty much everybody that owns a business and that has half a brain got a huge tax cut. And those are my customers. But from the standpoint of the rich getting richer and the powerful getting more powerful, you know, it, it was a it was a huge loss for the regular guy um, out on the street just trying to make a, a honest living. You know, and, and, you know, stock market going higher and there's really no business day to day. I mean, what is that? Is that another Band-Aid? Is that going to get things flowing? You know, I, I don't know. I hope it does. I don't want everything to fall apart. But it just seems to me that it's just another delay of the date, that expiration date that has been coming for a long time that's going to make things frustrating. And I think Chris, uh, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin could be the key to us saying, hey, we don't want to be involved in this sham that you guys have created. Could I add yeah. for you to think Go about? Because I know you have to leave. Um, yeah. just, on, just on the side of people getting their voice back and their power back, uh, it's definitely going to be a big year for that in a lot of ways, which mm-hmm. you definitely keep talking about forever. But I would look into the movements that are happening to try to establish public banks mm-hmm. um, for, for the purpose of being more in control of how your city spends money and how it affects everything. Because if all the money that's being generated into like a federal bank is going out of your city, Obviously, mm-hmm. that's just making the situation worse. So whether Definitely Bitcoin, not good. whether that actually helps to um, squash some of the the money power struggle that's happening, definitely there's a lot of cities, especially in California, that are launching public banks. So keep an eye out for for that. I don't know about Maryland and I, I've I've heard about that, Bridget. And I man, this, the show is just getting good. I hate that I have to go. My problem is. Every time two people get together that have beating hearts, it seems like corruption rolls into play. So <laughs> it'll start out great, but when those guys that own everything go and line their pockets, it just keeps going the same direction. That's why I say decentralization is going to have to be the key. It's going to have to be us deciding where, the, where we spend our money. In the Jewish community, uh, I think it's – their money touches eight different Jewish hands before it leaves the community. And I think if, if that's kind of the attitude we have, we don't need those type of banks with people that are high. You're going to have to put people in power that are probably going to go corrupt. Maybe you get a good person in there. It's good for a generation. Then they raise their brat kid that gets, gets the job because of who they are. And it couldn't, maybe it's not their kid. Maybe it's their cousin. Maybe it's their best friend that they shoot pool with. 
but these alliances happen and they don't they don't end up with anything positive. And I'm sorry for ending it on a negative note. I just I see that stuff and I'm just you know I shake my head. It's why you're on the show, buddy. <laughs> Bridget, I'm uh, sorry for the negativity. No, no, no. No, everything that you said is real, and those things should absolutely be talked about. So there are versions that are more democratized. So you can mm-hmm. only like vote in with the community consensus about the people who are going to be sitting on the board, even if you have a board at all. So all those things will be decided by the people instead of just like you said, a few people that are like, "This is a great idea," and then just go and suck the money that, out themselves. So that fuckery, yeah. We're we're absolutely a thousand percent like anything that's gonna be starting that says they're for the people, if it doesn't have a very strong, transparent and democratized, you know, thing from the get go, people are not gonna be interested in putting any type of their securities and anything in something that could just be corrupted the next year. So I absolutely feel you on that. So I agree that that needs to happen. Otherwise, it's just gonna the same thing's gonna happen. Exactly. Okay. Who are you um, saying, uh, Yeah, to to bring everything together and to answer some of your questions. Um, and I, I didn't come up with this, uh, but but a guy I definitely follow now, Max Kaiser. He was talking about it, where um, as cryptocurrency gets popular, it actually gets more stabler because the more people that have it, then the less corporations or the less nations or the less who people can control it. So, like, if you put a Bitcoin in 8 million different people's pockets, it's harder to control that 8 million than it is to, um, let's say, control... 100,000 if they had cryptocurrency, even though to what you're saying, it might, you're, you don't have as much volatility. And if you look at the early stages, there wasn't a lot of volatility. It was kind of like slowly edging up. Um, it crashed one time, but, you know, it was a slow grind up. Um, I don't think we've gotten to there. I think that to what you're saying, there is still going to be volatility through this year. Um, um, but, um I think there is going to be volatility through through this year, but I think what you're looking for as it gets bigger, yeah, I think if you put some money into it now and didn't want to take it out, I mean, even in this example, you would have only lost money if you would have bought it um, earlier before it took that real quick spike to 20000 and then on this side. Like I said, if we would have started six a month ago, you still would have made – uh, you know, um, from twelve thousand to fourteen thousand dollars in value. So you know, long scheme, it's good. I do see why people don't like the volatility in it. But as it gets more popular, now the governments can't control it because it, if it stays kind of small, one government, which they're trying to do, can mine most of the coins and then make it their national currency. You know, <laughs> and they can manipulate the market just because they own most of the coins. Um, they could flood the market with a couple or just start taking them. So I, I'm i still undetermined where this is all going to go. Um, I guess our next show we can go into more of Bitcoin and more of cryptocurrency because that's definitely where this world is going to. Uh, good show, guys. Uh, with that said, keep it classy, San Diego. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.